everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Run All the Races podcast. As always, this is Perfectly Goofy Gail, joined by delightfully dopey Kimberly. Hey, everyone. And California Kylie. Hey, everyone. We're excited today to talk to you about the fifth year anniversary of the Tinkerbell Half Marathon. And we're also excited that our very own California Kylie not only is a perfect pixie, uh, she's run all five years of the Tinkerbell Half, but the Tinkerbell Half Marathon was her 100th half marathon. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Kylie, and talk about these two milestones in your running career. Well, hey guys. Okay, so back in 2012, being a local, when they introduced the second, this was only the second Disneyland race that we had as Tinkerbell in January, I signed up immediately because it was here and it was a chance to wear fairy wings, which is a lot harder than people think for 13 miles. But I actually didn't run the 5k that year because it was at night was the very first one. And you actually had to buy a separate ticket. The race cost $99 and they gave you a, the race and the ticket, an evening ticket in the park. So I opted not to run that race uh, because of the price tag. And so I did, I am not a legacy 5k member, but you know, it happens, but the, the half I did run and it was always one of my favorite races because it was a really easy costume. Find a Tinkerbell costume and you're good and you're set as well. Uh, chances, it, the fact that it fell this year fell on my lifetime hundred half was not planned to be truthful. It, I had a lot of, um, recent tragedy in my life and a lot of races got thrown by the wayside because of that so it kind of ended up falling at Tinkerbell because I was not at dark side because of my family and I was not at dopey also because of my family as well as a few of my local races that I typically would have run so it kind of just fell that I could make it Tinkerbell, and I thought, what better place to do it than Tinkerbell with my girls and all of my local friends and whatnot. It was a long road getting there. I have been running for, it'll be eight years in Disneyland Half Marathon, so it took a long time. I think the major question I got asked on the course the most was, number one, how old are you, and how many races do you run a year to get to that point, and how long have you been running? Because you should be 100 to have run 100 half marathons, right? Basically, yeah, so that that actually kind of surprised me. That was the first question, how old are you, and how many races do you run in a year? And uh, I'm I'm going to nix the first one, but I run about typically – about 25 halves a year maybe more depending on if there's a good half that I can't live without so that to answer that question yeah and I think that um you know when you think about it I mean that's a heck of a lot of half marathons to run in a year I only do maybe I do at least once a month so that's like 12, but twenty that's double. But we also put in, I know I put in fulls, so that's really yeah. two. So it, it, it all works out. So we're all crazy, but. Yeah, um, I've only run, and this is the other question somebody, people ask me on the course was, how many fulls have you run? And I've only run 12. So I definitely don't run as many fulls as I do halves because they just, they are harder on your body. And I do train very hard when I do run a full. I don't usually go out short of this year and just, you know, 
lolly gaga fool, I usually put in a lot of training for that. So. Unlike me. Anyway. <laughs> train more than all of us right now. Um, so we were running, we were also, not only we were celebrating Kylie's 100th half marathon, which is a huge, huge, huge big deal, but also our friend Sterling, um, she had just finished her uh, 18 rounds of breast cancer treatment and her last Herceptin the week before. So we were honored to run with Sterling and um, this race was all about her as well. We were also joined with uh, Tiny Tiki Jessica um, and so it was a big celebration all around. So um, Let me just say that's incredible because it doesn't even compare what Sterling is what she's gone through. I mean yeah I've run 100 halves and that doesn't matter. I mean, she's yeah, and we got, is we got her and Jessica into cost too light, right? <laughs> so, yes. God bless uh, the girls from uh, Sparkle Athletic. Um, they are they are always a pleasure uh, to get a chance to say hi to, and they were they were very helpful for us in in, in getting um, the four of us decked out in our very fast tanks. Um, because if you had listened to our previous podcast, we had told you what had happened with our costumes. So we neglected, we didn't, we decided, you know what, okay, we're going to go all in and we're just going to um, go with Sparkle Light and, uh, Sparkle Light, Costume Light and Sparkle Athletic uh, tanks, um, uh, raw threads uh, uh, texture and, um, and skirts. So it, it worked to our benefit, let me just say. Um, so let's talk about the beginning, the start, uh, the corrals. Um, we're in the same place as the uh, 10K, and our entertainment before we uh, started, our pre-race entertainment, we were joined by Daisy and Minnie Mouse and our two race announcers, Carissa and Andrea. Now, do you guys feel odd? Feel it odd that um, we didn't have Tinkerbell herself to kick off the fifth anniversary of the Tinkerbell Half Marathon? I actually do, yeah. I, th- I thought it was a little bit strange to not have her up there because she is a, she is a fairy. She could fly to her other spot. I was going to say, she, she had plenty of time to fly to where she was later on on the course, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Tons and tons of time. Right, right. And, and um, another thing to note, there was no fireworks or no opening fireworks. So do you think that, that there's something city-wide, I mean, uh, reasoning behind it because there was no fireworks for any of the races, so maybe there was something be- due to the construction? I don't know. Gail? Well, the only thing I could think of is these races start very, very early in the morning, and so I don't know if there's an issue with noise. Um, you know, the difference with Disneyland versus Walt Disney World is there are a number of uh, housing developments that are right next to um Disneyland, and and I could see how three days worth of booms and bangs at four in the morning could be um, irritating. <laughs> the other, but the other this thing is definitely the only is, time that they've not had fireworks, though. Yeah, so like I, I said, I don't know if, if there's you know if there's a new regulation in town or, or there's been a, a community meeting. Um, you know who knows. But the other thing I noticed too is they used to put up um, you know the Tinkerbell shush be quiet signs in all of the I neighborhoods, and I didn't see those up these year, and I was like. The cutest yeah. signs, right? Because, like I said, you are running, especially you know for the half. You're running through people's neighborhoods, and it's early, right? You know? 
So let's talk about characters on course. Um, this is the race that you be, you basically do one mile outside the parameter, outside uh, the park, outside the burn. And um, then you come in around uh, mile one and a half, mile two. Um, we did not see our first character until uh, we were near the Matterhorn, and it was a little bit after mile two, and it was Iridescent and Tinkerbell herself. And we didn't end up staying in line because we thought there would be more characters didn't we? Well, you know, the other thing is, too, is if you had run the 10K before, the day before, which we had, these were the exact same characters that were out for the 10K, right? And so, you know, for us, if, if you're looking at, at time concerns or you're, you know, you're looking at that line and going, ice chihuahua, that's just a really, really long line, um, you know, if you've gotten them the day before, you're, you're less inclined to, to sit around and wait, right? So I think that that was part of the reason why we continued going, right? Like mm -hmm. We had these pictures, yeah. Right, and we did get our, um, you know, we did make, again, our own photo stops. We sat in the teacups. We um, did the uh, Matterhorn um, backdrop, the 60th anniversary that backdrop. Yeah, that's a really great picture. And we had our own fun. You know, if you're not going to put characters out, we're still going to have a good time. I would like to mention that they did have the Lost Boys out um, around the carousel again. For the uh, 5K, they had it um, in... DCA in the half marathon they had it in Fantasyland but we were told we were not allowed to actually take photos for the group in front of us they did not have a photo pass person there you actually could take your own selfie that was it you couldn't yeah, hold the selfies only that was a new one yeah. yeah so I thought that was odd because if you if you if you take selfies like I do it takes you a lot longer to take a selfie yeah. than it does to have the person behind you just snap a picture and throw your camera at you and be gone. <laughs> I'm with you, Gail. I'm a terrible selfie. <laughs> Yeah, well, lucky for me, it's one of my um, my strengths and I think my only um, talent. So that was good for us. Um, we also got some photos uh, with the sword in the stone, which came out awesome. And, of course, the wooden Indian um, when you get into frontier land. Um, they had two characters set up in the same exact spot um, in front of the Golden Horseshoe Saloon. They had Fawn and they had Vidya again. I mean, they did have the same pixies, but they were with different partners. So, right. I mean, that was different, but the same. So, Yeah, I don't think uh, there was even much of the street people out, as far as I can remember, during that. No, and, and one thing I will mention that um, you were not allowed off course. So right before um, Haunted Mansion, to the side of Haunted Mansion, they had the, haunt, the 60th anniversary Haunted Mansion um, um, graveyard heads. And you were not allowed to go off course to take that photo either. They didn't have additional characters, but you weren't allowed to venture off course. So I thought that was, you know. And that's a first, because I've gone off course number of times to take weird photos at well and normally normally what they'll do especially if you have like a static photo opportunity like that is they'll just have the cast members that stand a little bit past that that don't let you go you know further on right but the characters um, weren't the cast members were not allowing you to do that so right. and, which and, is odd because it was like another what foot off the course right it wasn't like we were trying to go six miles you know down the <laughs> pike and camp out in the park and get in for free right um so that was a bit of a bummer yeah 
Yeah, so um, we uh, made our way down Main Street, USA. I will um, mention that we did get our photo in front of the train station. Um, and then we crossed over into DCA, which um, they had the pirate guy out again with his little microphone. And he was right in front of the soaring um, airplane. So we took a selfie with him. And that was around mile three. So they did have two, two characters um, within miles two through three was better than any other race we'd had that entire weekend so that's something right. to but you got to remember the vast majority of this half course is off disney property right so they're working right. to get the characters in while you're on property right mm -hmm. Right. So our last and final character stop was right in front of the Silly Symphony Swings and um, they had both Chip and Dale and Goofy which was strange that they finally threw us some chipmunks, as Gail, I, you've said so many times on, on, throw me a chipmunk or two, I'll be happy. And it was funny that they finally put a classic, iconic character in for the first time all weekend and they were the only ones the whole weekend that were on yeah. course, yeah. So, you know what? I, I actually made a boo-boo. They boo -boo. ran out of fairies, I guess. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm so sorry, girls. I uh, Right after we, um, in DCA, there was one more character stop, and it was right before mile um, four, and they had two more fairies. The fairies that were out before, it was Rosetta oh. and Silver Mist. So it was kind of odd that you had Goofy and Chip and Dale and then six fairies. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's kind of poor oh, show. It's funny, you know, next year they'll just have to put some fairy wings on Chippendale. That would be That hilarious. would be awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm talking about, Gail. You're in charge of uh, entertainment. Exactly. And but, the other thing that we lost on this, this year was the animals at the farm. I mean, that was a, they had goats and they had uh, horses and I mean Everyone it was always a goat selfie That's damn it you took my you took my line oh. <laughs> yeah so that was a, I was sad to lose that part of it and we didn't have floats there were no floats back there which normally we do get and I have many a picture with a float from this this race but you mentioned we missed being able to eat the barbecue as a carb load for the race so oh my god, my favorite, favorite, favorite restaurant. I love, I love this. Well, I just want to eat there so I can have dessert, which is the s'mores bake. That's delicious. But you know what? My two cents says that they need to take the menu from the barbecue that closed and they need to put it in the, the, the bear restaurant that's down by Splash Mountain because they have plenty of space in there for the seating and the barbecue menu is, is hands down better than the Hungry Bear menu. So that's just okay. FYI, Disney people, if you're listening. So there were there were two other opportunities that we made for um, character stops. One was the trolley um, on, um, in, I don't Toontown. know. In what? Toontown, right? No, no, no. The trolley outside of um, DCA, right when you walk in. Oh, okay. and they also Mm-hmm, the red trolley. And they also had some more pirates around. So, you know. Um, I, you know, what was odd to me was because there was construction um, going on in Disneyland Park, um, when you wrapped outside, um, you weren't outside the park, but you were still in the park proper, um, they put a cone down the road, and on one side of the road where you got to mile five were the people who were just approaching mile five, and then on the right-hand side were the people who were actually finishing the race, who were running, you know, three times as fast as we were, apparently. <laughs> Not quite. 
So, um, yeah, I, so that was a bit, that was confusing, right? Because yeah. um, they've never really done that before at a Disneyland race, and yeah, I think true. a lot of people were like, ah, what's happening? What's happening? Um, and there wasn't a lot of cast member direction as to, hey, make sure you stay on the right side of the cones because there's people coming in the other direction. Um, and it, to Kim's point, those people that were coming in the other direction were people that were probably like potentially placing in their age groups, right? So they, they, they didn't want anybody in their way. Especially um, us, right? Yeah. <laughs> so hey, we didn't have fairy wings this uh, race, so that's better, right? Yeah. Um, one thing, uh, so once you finish up uh, probably around mile six is when you turn on to, um, I think it's, oh gosh, what's the name of the road? I'm trying to think of the road, but it's the road that goes, it's the backside where the Ball. Mickey's wall, was it? Ball. Ball road. Yeah, um, it's a big hill. The hill. Well, out there, right where you go, you go past the Howard Johnsons, um, that's mile six, and that's where the Mickey, Mickey um, parking lot is, right? Yes. Let's talk about off-course entertainment, um, off-property, I'm sorry, off-property entertainment. Um, I think they did have some dance, dance groups, they did have some bands, but it, it didn't seem like there was a lot out there. I think there was maybe three, three or three bands total. Yeah, there wasn't as much community participation. I did notice a lot because uh, I am local to the area, so I do know of a lot of things that are going on in the in the area. But I didn't see nearly as many high schools, as many bands, as many cheerleaders even out as has been in the past. So it could be just a struggle that they were facing getting, you know, volunteers. Well, for. remember, it is it is Mother's Day weekend, right? So yeah. it, I think it's a harder weekend sometimes to get groups you know, to, to come out. The, the thing that's always fantastic is they always have the, the red hat ladies. Um, yeah. And they moved them this year. Um, they moved them out by the ice arena. Um, and there was, I, I swear there was more of them um, because I think they had um, access to parking um, and they were able to spread out more. So I, it seemed like almost a quarter mile's worth of, of red hat ladies. Um, so that was spectacular. Before they were kind of jammed in, um, out by Disneyland Hotel towards the finish. Um, so I, I thought moving them was great because they're really just fantastic and they're, they're, they're so encouraging and they're so um, welcoming to everybody that goes running by. So they were located between mile seven and mile eight and I think that's where you need them, right? Because they yeah. really, what they do is they're hooting and hollering and they are just so much fun. And I didn't take any photos, I just took video, which I'll post and I'll, I'll load it up to our YouTube channel. There was just video um, of them just lifting the crowd. And I think that's exactly where you needed that sort of yep. support, especially so if this is your with that change. I thought that was fantastic. I agree. I thought it was outstanding. I thought it was exactly where you needed them. The thing about this course that I like um, compared to the Disneyland half courses, I actually think this is um, a much quainter course, right? You run through downtown Anaheim, which they've they've um, had a resurgence and they've kind of redone their down their downtown. Um, so it's a cute little downtown area. Um, there's cute little roads and cute shops um, compared to the Disneyland one, which seems to be a lot of warehousey kind of things, yeah. um, which they do tend to fill with a lot of entertainment. Um, but I think this is a prettier, quote unquote, course when you're looking at where you're running off property. And it was, and it was a great temperature. Um, I don't know if Kylie was cold, but I was. I thought it was the perfect temperature. Um, I 
sleeves on, Kim. Well, I was wearing arm <laughs> sleeves, and they were perfectly. I was I was comfortable. I mean, you Get know. Two shirts on, long sleeves and short sleeves. Good God, you need a parka. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was outstanding. Um, one thing in that I would like. Well, not outstanding. I mean, I just thought the temperature was really good. I don't want to give Disney props, run Disney props for the race because I thought that it was lacking. I mean, there were four character stops. I mean, there was only four miles within. Um, the Disneyland Resort. However, you know, this is their, it, it's a woman's race. They normally had to do um, more for the princess. So I thought that, um, I was a little disappointed in that this year. I mean, this is one of my favorite run Disney uh, weekends. I like the vibe of it. Um, I don't think it's necessarily, I mean, they say it's women's theme. I just like the vibe of the of the yeah. weekend. I, I think it's the California well, I people. I how much that has to do with the fact since this is what the second year that they've moved it to Mother's Day and, and yeah. what having it on a holiday weekend is doing to impact in some of the planning. So it'll be interesting to see if this sort of stays there mm-hmm. um, for this weekend or if it's one that might move again. I mean, obviously, it's not going to go back to January because of Star Wars, but... So I love the metal. I think I'm turning into a Tinkerbell fan because I always thought... I grew up, I grew up thinking she was a little bratty. Not going to lie. But um, I I love this medal. It is beautiful. And I have lots of medals. And this is one of my favorite. I think well, that... The, I think the color, the color addition. The little... It, right? Because the medal has been the same for a number of years. But um, this one is so much more special. I love how... I mean, the, the wings were white last year. But adding the little something something to Tinkerbell herself, the green, has like... It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, so, and the pixie dust metal is still ugly. Yes, it's a little cumbersome. It's ugly. Okay. Well, uh, oh, I, I don't think it's the ugliest Run Disney metal. That's still the gauntlet. No, no, no. The gauntlet challenge has to be the number one ugliest. But, no, but it makes sense. The gauntlet challenge, it's, for, for all its ugliness, looks exactly like the comic book. Yes. That's well, true. I'm just saying it, it is perfect. It is on point. But it's still but ugly. But anyway, the, the the pixie dust challenge medal is the world's ugliest medal. But anyway, yeah, I hope they change that. I do too. So we earned not only the five the five k, the ten k, the half marathon, the pixie dust challenge medal, but we also earned our third coast to coast this uh, pink weekend. One, the special pink one. Yeah, this was my second coast to coast, I think, of this year. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those that had run Princess in Walt Disney World earlier this year and ran Tinkerbell uh, this weekend, you had the opportunity to get the special pink coast-to-coast. So um, very girly, um, but we like them. So that was yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it greatly actually because uh, with if you were Legacy, you actually got a extra lanyard on your medal. However, I was one of the, the handful of people that was screwed up with not being known as a legacy so I unfortunately didn't get a legacy bib I also had to kind of stand at information after the finish to get my uh, double lanyard medal where everybody else got it when they crossed the finish line and that was kind of a a, kind of a negative they did I will say they did kind of go to bat for me and so I did get to take home my my lanyard and medal they did kind of just after a long 
period at the information tent though so. so it's good to note that if you are if if run disney deems you a legacy and that normally does not begin into year five of a race and run disney will tell you if you're a legacy or not or if the race is going to be a legacy um, it's probably good to note that it's worth um, checking to see if you're on the roster of um, legacy members, right? I would I would have to say because, you know, there could have been a change in your active account. Maybe you added a middle initial. Maybe you spelled you your name married. wrong or you got married so or something. So For me, I've had a lot of issue with, like, just the active inverting my birthday and month. So they kept switching it around. And then recently something happened with Active that they added a, a letter into my name when we went to Princess. And it was as though I was a different person. I still got my coast to coast and they still recognized that, but had that threw off the whole legacy. So unfortunately I wasn't on the wall. I didn't get a legacy bib. I, you know, it was, they did give me my legacy gift, but yeah, it was a little disappointing. Well, why don't you um, talk to us about your legacy gift for everyone sitting at home? So, yeah, they give, when you hit that 5, 10, 15, 20 year mark, they give you a gift. And this gift was a Tinkerbell Compact. Uh, basically, it's just a mirror. Uh, it, it's like a little Tinkerbell mirror uh, that hat was on a card. It was what it, what it was. I mean, I, I looked at it and went, oh. Okay, and I don't think I've looked at it since. I actually don't even. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I actually didn't even know where it was. Um, so I was a little under impressed by it. It it wasn't what I expected. I kind of wanted something themey and cutesy. Like I know the five year for wine and dine, they got spatulas, which I thought was so ridiculously fun. Like I would have hung that on my on my medal with my medals and you know and then princess they got crowns and tiaras and a lot of girls i see run ran in those we can't really run in a compact like i would have been happier with a set of legacy wings or something you know yes because I'm, I'm looking back to what we got for the fifth year of the goofy challenge which i think is one of the first times that they kind of talk about you know what's going to be legacy and what's not going to be legacy they had really only done it i think for um the Walt Disney World Marathon before that. Um, so we got like a, it's an orange sash that says perfectly goofy. So it looks kind of like a Miss America sash, right? That says perfectly goofy. Um, and then it was the first year for us getting the additional um, ribbon for our medal that says perfectly goofy on it. Um, but that's that's all that we got for, for goofy. And then when you look at what we got for like our 10th one, um, we got a shirt um, and a small plaque. Um, but like I said, that, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it, you know, me and Kim have talked about this is legacy as big a deal as some people have said. I mean, it's a huge conversation in so many of the Facebook running groups about legacy and whatnot. Um, it's good to note that a lot of other races have legacy that you can get into if, even if you didn't run the very first year. Uh, a lot of our local races here in California, if you run three in a row, your legacy. Um, and if you continue on that, your legacy. So you didn't have to run the very first one because a lot of the races out here have been running for 20 plus years. Some of them are into their 30th year. So they realize that you're not going to see as many of those 30 year legacy members. 
Yeah, and they have, they call those streaks, right? So out in New York City and Boston, and we have a um, race that's been going on, I think, almost 80 years. It's very famous. It's the Manchester Road Race, and it always happens on Thanksgiving Day in Connecticut. And Jeff Galloway, I think he said that was his very first race. Um, so uh, they're called streaks out here. But you can't, you just have to be, basically, our um, race director for Harford Marathon Foundation is the woman, is known as the woman who has been running the Manchester Road Race, um, and I think it's, she's on 40 years right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, it's definitely something that has floated around, and, you know, is it worth staying? But I think a lot of people, it's more, I guess, a bragging right than it really is what you get. Uh, yeah, don't be... Don't be just doing these races for your two dollar compact. For the swag, it has to mean a lot more because I'm not legacy for the Disneyland half because I missed the first two years. Um, but that race means more to me because that was my very first half marathon. So right. So I've I mean, done. I think this is a conversation we can continue later yeah. on because we're, we're we're sort of drifting off topic. But um, interesting to note that. Um, at least in terms of Run Disney, it appears that the race has to be at least a half marathon, um, and it needs to go on for at least five years at this point for them to, quote-unquote, declare something a legacy. Um, so just for those of you that are that are considering potentially wanting to be a legacy, you know, as as maybe some more races come out, get in there on the first one, because with Disney, you got to run all of them um, to, to count as a legacy. So I know that. Mile nine, right? <laughs> well, that poor that poor man. Um, I th- I don't know. It was written up in uh, Runner's World. He had run nineteen of the Disney World full marathons, and then he was like, "Oh, too bad for you." <laughs> so yeah, I just find it funny. So anyway, so I'm perfect pixie, and I'm perfect glass slipper, and I'm perfect rebel challenge, and I'm perfect dark side challenge, and I'm perfect gauntlet challenge, and I'm perfect dopey, and so yeah, no, it doesn't count. None of those matter. (laughs) But I am. But they don't deem you as anything. You're not getting your two dollar compact. That's what they're saying. So all right, girls. So any any last minute thoughts on this race I thought the weather was great um you know it was great that we were able to share it with uh Sterling and and Jessica Tiny Tiki you know congratulations once again to Kylie on 100 half marathons that's wicked impressive um we'll get there someday ourselves um but other than that on behalf of the ladies of run all the races uh thanks for joining us and have a magical day